hope, or is it? It might be a ghost. Ooh, it's hope, and we fucked up. It's it's Brandy, and we're back in the physical realm. We're here. We've been gone for a bit. So about that, you as you know about that. There was October, which was the spooky month, and we should be our jam it, but it was too much it was of a jam. too much of a jam we actually recorded like an episode every day for you guys and it, yeah. it was supposed to be 31 days of spooky shit yeah. it was like all planned out took us um, all year to think of and just like gone it's all gone we discovered a uh secret society of podcast demons that just was not okay with our levels of spookiness that month and just would not allow they didn't want us to reveal their secrets they didn't want us to tell their stories which to be we uncovered some dark shit and i we can't tell you like there are some dark forces about and we just can't they ate our files because and almost ate us to be honest like we barely got out of that sort of like secret meeting we were forced to go to of demons hope's not joking she's she's like actually translucent now like it's something we're all learning to live with um like it's hard to pair lipsticks and you know like hairstyles to this look it's a little easier for you because you ended up just kind of like green but yeah so you can do like the witchy but um like green's chill but like hope is literally just she's like a phantom i'm a phantom so sorry about that that we've been gone but we've been dealing with some real otherworldly shit mm. mm-hmm. um also i went to visit hope in new york all so the came over and we hung out with so fun and we had a halloween yeah, party we, we party yeah. and that is when with, like, the spooks. demons approached us when, when we were in the same space so yeah um uh, Demon Headquarters is in New York. Just New there, York like. City. You you already knew that. That's though. where they live. But uh, yeah, yeah. So sorry about that. We're back. We're in action. Um, and the turkey, it's just spirits have come to protect us. We are in a new realm. New realm, still transparent. Brandy's still green. Yeah. The November realm though is kinder yeah, to us. Much much thanks. Much uh like those. A cornucopia. There's lots of cornucopias. Uh, corn, yes. li- corn, just corn itself. Um, protective corn y- shields. You want a fun mm-hmm. fact? You want like a non-spooky yes. fun fact? Um, so the actual Thanksgiving foods are not like turkeys and corn and shit. What they actually ate at the Thanksgiving dinner was more likely uh, like nasty fish and like octopus. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because they were, like, right up on there on the coast, so it was just, like, clams <laughs> and squid. Here's your fucking clams. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I can you. see it, and I'm glad we don't eat like that now, because I hate clams. I hate all of it. Sorry, America. Yeah, they're pretty gross. Um, So, yeah. We got shit to talk about. So, we did talk about this uh, in our <laughs> spooktacular October month that doesn't exist anymore, or exists in another realm. Mm-hmm. If you go to another realm, and you have internet access and you can find us and find those 31 days of shittober that we did yeah like go ahead and send oh shittober is good yeah that's what it's called damn Uh, it yeah if you're in the dark realm look it up because it's pretty banging but we're gonna give you some tastes here in the light realm. so in the light realm because we didn't want it to all go to 
all the yeah. Ways, so we're going to cover our best episode again. Um, it was about spiritualism, uh, which is a, mm-hmm. like an old timey movement of like where modern seances came from and like the history of that and like psychics in America and like old Victorian little outfits and stuff. Like it's some Oscar Wilde shit, It's truly right? some Oscar Wilde shit. So it's good stuff and we're just going to go over it again and you're going to love it. I'm going to have some very surprised reactions because honestly, it's been a while and I probably won't remember anything we talked my, about before. My fucking so. ghost brain does not hold anything for more than like half an hour. So halfway through this, yeah, ep- slips right out. we're probably going to have to start all over again. So mm-hmm. um, just saying. So yeah, guys, want to learn about spiritualism? Let's go. All right. So spiritualism uh, is the belief and people still kind of believe in spiritualism, but it's not really called this or practiced the same way anymore. But it is the belief that the spirits of the dead both have the ability and, most importantly, the inclination to communicate with the living. Um, So Mm -hmm. spiritualists, people who believe in this system, um, can see the afterlife or the spirit world, not as like a static place, but as a place where spirits continue to evolve. So they're not like stuck. They are growing and they are changing and they're learning in the spirit world cool um, are they learning better than us yeah they got some spirit knowledge yeah so um a lot a lot of this was also tied into christianity so uh christian spiritualists believed that spirits actually had like information about the nature of god and could answer like ethical issues better than anyone on earth could um that would make sense. Like, if you're chilling in the God space, yeah, then you should be able to give some sweet advice. Yeah. So, um, here are their, here's like their manifesto. They believe that the soul continues to exist after the death of the physical body. Yeah. They believe that you can mm-hmm. communicate with spirits. Oh. Um, cool. It's possible for the soul to improve after death. Uh, there's a belief in God, often referred to as the infinite intelligence so some spiritualists are christians but some spiritualists are just that spiritualists who believe in like a a higher power yeah um the natural world is a expression of that said infinite intelligence cool 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 i'm into that okay okay and that people have personal responsibility for life circumstances which is pretty cool i enjoy that a lot so you like you got to take responsibility for yeah shit that's yeah so Okay. So the community... Yeah, I'm, like, down with it, honestly. Like, I don't know about the higher power shiz, but, like, ghosts being able to talk to you, we already know, like, Hope and I 100% believe ghosts. Yes, because it happened to us. Ghosts did happen to us. Yeah, they weren't, like, smart. She just kind of cried at me. But, like, she was there. I am a ghost now. Yeah. Hope's real tapped into that. Are you smarter now? Anyway, spirituals believe <laughs> that uh, that that spirit mediums, like a medium between the earth and like whatever spirit world this is, are gifted to mm-hmm. to, to talk to dead people, these spirits. Um, yeah, but anyone can become a medium through study and practice. So nice, very, very inclusive. inclusive. Yes, I also love that. And a lot of a lot of mediums were women. Oh what now mm. because hey. women were believed to have more emotional intelligence which i guess translates to like spiritual 
Intelligence? Guess? I don't know. Like, that one is bullshit, but two, like, love this inclusive yeah, shit. It, and women taking advantage, being like, I'm going to study that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So it was a way for women to have power in a time where they didn't have any power. And these, they would hold seances, which were um, events where they would talk to the ghosts. I, I, I'm, If you're yeah. listening to this, you know what a seance is. <laughs> um, and you've probably held one. But, like, I want to paint... Like, let's paint a picture because this isn't, like, your typical seance. This is, like, Victorian shit. Like, we got these ladies. All they can do is, like, arrange their corsets and drink tea. They tell, like, witty quips at each other. Read books out loud. Right. So, spiritualism um, developed and, like, its peak growth was from the... 1840s to the 1920s mostly in english-speaking countries so it's it's the united states and europe mostly in the middle and upper classes so australia i don't hear anything about australia australia is just still like that nasty rock that people threw their human rejects on at this time yeah let's get into (laughs) australia um ooh, ooh. (laughs) sorry didn't mean to offend but let's that's it's the prison rock, yeah, right? That was a thing, but no, I, I'm all the stories I've heard are mostly from the United States and sometimes from Britain because the U.S. is loves crazy shit, dumb shit like this. Uh, yeah, we fucking love. No, we fucking love ghosts. We love like chicanery. We love like people mm. with like big ideas who are like idiots, you know. Uh, and also just like setting a mood, like setting a the tone. theater, the dramatic. Yes. So, this is interesting to me and probably no one else. Um, the first writings, what girl? <laughs> the first writings on spiritualism suggested that there's not a single hell or a single heaven, but a series of higher and lower heavens, and that the spirits were like intermediates between God and humans. And so, yeah, yeah. So that up on that Dante shit. Yeah. So spirits would go between these levels and bring humans messages from god so that's why Mm. these seances were held to receive this information a lot of the time seances were held by like wealthy women whose children died or whose um like you know Mm. their husbands died in the war and it was it was sad and they wanted to talk to them so mediums would would tell them what their husband was doing up in one of those levels or question about these levels is it like better on like the high levels and it like it gets shittier as you go down? Like, can you be in like mediocre heaven or just like, like, okay, hell and then just like real bad hell? Okay, so it depends. It depends okay. because some spiritualists believe that, yes, there is like demons that are like dead humans that are in between or in one of the hell levels, um, mm-hmm. which like would explain some of the shit they see. Um, but some spirituals believe that spirits are only there for good. It, I don't know. Oh. It's hard to say when with yeah. the afterlife stuff. But this shit was going on because the a lot of like, well, the American Civil War killed a lot of people. Um, right. And this is also uh, when... F- hmm. Well, there's a lot of a, a lot of children who died. Um, more there's a higher infant yeah. mortality rate, um, and also 
This is like when photography was invented. So on top of this, spiritualists and mediums would also take pictures of people and there will be like ghosts of their loved ones in the background. And this was called spirit photography. So they would do this like during the seance and they would see Mm -hmm. like the ghost there or like orbs there and like photography was like already fucking magic because you can you imagine like i've never yeah. seen a picture of These myself photos, before and now i have and also my dead husband's there they're like insane because they should be at this point like everyone believe like oh yeah that's real because that's what photographs yeah. are but there's like you could do some crazy shit with photos that nobody knew about mm-hmm. like there was some old school photoshop going on in this time yeah like those long ass exposures if you just walk past that's a that's ghost a fucking ghost because mary fucking ran through <laughs> in the last second and th- who it's a fucking ghost in that no picture. one knew what like f- photography techniques there were you could to like fuck up a picture mm-hmm. and make it look like a ghost no one knew anything so they're just like oh this is real and there's a ghost and i've seen them dude they would straight up just re- like take pictures of their dead babies just like hanging right. out well like, people were crazy with photos in this time. Like, photography was a b- crazy bonanza. Just throw it right. out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's like, I mean, I would like to throw in, because we do like to focus on feminism here at Spooky Shit. I would like to just drill this in that um, privileged women took this so seriously, um, and so many female believers, like, believed in these ghosts um Mm -hmm. because there was it was this period of like where women had like a disparity between aspiration and reality um and spiritualist culture like held all these possibilities for attention and opportunity and status that was denied elsewhere um Mm -hmm. it could also be a means of circumventing 19th century class and gender norms like we discussed um And it did so without, like, directly attacking the status quo because it still fed into the dominant religion. And it still, like, it it was still, like, a woman's place to be sitting in her dining room doing something, doing, like, something with her friends, like, an activity with her friends. Uh, Yeah, Like, hosting. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, with your tea and your reading out loud and ghosts. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just about spiritualism. If you want to tell your story, like, you can go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to jump into it. Um, So, I'm going to talk about the Fox Sisters. sisters. And these are some badass medium ladies. Actually, just the two Medium ladies. Medium Medium. ladies. They are right Mm -hmm. in the middle. So, uh, their names are Leah, Kate, and Maggie, mm-hmm. and the uh, two that actually had the abilities are Kate and Maggie. So, this all starts when they were pretty young. Kate is 12 years old. Maggie is 15. And they were living together in this house in Hydesville, New York, with their parents. So, Leah, at this point, is she's older, so she's moved out. Um And this house is like this old farmhouse and it's got a reputation for being haunted already. Like, Mm -hmm. what farmhouse isn't haunted? Just gonna. Yeah. I mean, every farmhouse that that I've ever heard of has been haunted. So. Yeah. Like, just a little bit at least. And so, Mm -hmm. um, nothing ever 
crazy happened though like there were rumors they didn't actually experience anything until march of 1848 so at this point in march they started like the whole family started being freaked out by hearing these weird unexplained sounds like every night around the same time around like bedtime for the girls so when the you know sun's down they hear like weird like raps on the walls or just like thunks Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know some some ghost shit some good old ghost shit no Mm -hmm. like apparitions but just mm-hmm. some suspicious thunks. Um, okay. So the mom, I'm just going to call her Mrs. Fox. She is like, I'm over it. I'm going to mm-hmm. search this house and see what the fuck is making these weird ass thunks on my shit. So she yeah. like lights a candle. Again, 1800s. She's like scoping out this house. Like, honestly. Oh, my God. I would move. Very smart. Yeah. Or she's very dumb. She's Both. but she's either way she's out to find this so she goes to her daughter's bedroom they share a bedroom and she and they're like mom what are you doing she's like i'm gonna find the ghost and so kate's like mm, okay i'm just gonna talk to the ghost so she just like into the darkness says mr splitfoot do as i do and she like snaps her fingers a couple times and who, then who, who the is mr splitfoot mr splitfoot is a nickname for the devil that's a good nickname continue yes so kate is just like ballsy as all hell and she's just like "Mm, devil (laughs) do what i do and so she just like snaps a couple times and then immediately after the same amount of like raps are echoed oh so she does like two snaps and she's like like, snap snap and then it's like hit hit oh i see what so maggie gets in on this and she's like all right i'm gonna clap my hands four times you do and then mr split you clap four times and it four like knocks oh shit so it's fucking listening which is insane yeah um so they both are like snapping it out and this like ghost is snapping right back and it's just like he it is getting it every single time so their mom at this point is freaked out and she's like you know what no i'm gonna test it and I'm going to ask you some questions. So first she asks the ghost to count to 10 and then it knocks 10 times. <gasps> and then she asks stuff that like a normal ghost wouldn't know. So she asks the ghost how many children she's had and it wraps out the correct answer, which is seven. Oh, shit. And then she asks how many are still alive and then it wraps out the correct answer, which was six. And then she asks for all their ages and like it's all correct oh and she's like what the fuck so remember how you say like once these spirits go into the spirit world they're more intelligent they like gain this knowledge so this like spirit ghost had this knowledge either from just like being in this house with them or just like knowing it um and he's willing and to chat too spirit yeah this, he wants to like gab with these ladies yeah. so um she asked if it was an injured spirit to like knock twice and it did so it's a just needs smart boy and like a sad boy Mm. so mrs fox is like i need to know what is going on this is crazy so she asked the ghost like will you still talk to us if i bring in some neighbors because like yeah this is insane and the spirit's Mm. like yeah sure so she brings in her friend mary and mary's like "Mm mm-mm there's no way this is real 
so she asks the ghost just like questions about her own life similar mm-hmm. things and receives super accurate answers again and so she's like what and she gets like everybody mary knows everybody so she grabs everybody like a by the next night there's like a whole crowd of neighbors and they're all just like in their house and they're all asking questions and spirits responding and it's crazy um then one of the visitors like created a code to like the number of raps to the alphabet so it could actually spell that's things. what you need and it was fucking spelling things and it was insane and so like all of this is happening through the girls like the girls are asking the questions and so they're um the mediums yes uh and they, they have to be there for it to work, for the ghost to talk to them. So the neighbors are just, like, convinced at this point that someone's been murdered in the house. And they're just like, we got to find out what happened here. Um, so the girls decide to do some research. And they discover that, like, a peddler uh, was straight up murdered in their Did house. Did they do it? And then, no, I think it was a long time ago. Oh, okay. So, like... A dude named Charles B. Rosna was straight up buried in the house and allegedly buried in their cellar. Hmm. So, according to the writings of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, hmm. of Sherlock fame, but also super into spiritualism. Yeah, didn't he believe that fairies were real because someone shopped them into, like, a picture? And he's like, holy shit. You know? That's another yeah. ep. Because, yes. <laughs> There's some photo- photography madness. And yes. I'm just saying, he was, um, he, he was into it. He's into it. Uh, yeah. Like, his whole thing is a, about a guy who's all about logic and shit. And also fairies and magic and ghosts. <laughs> so, he's, he reported that the neighbors actually dug up the cellar and they found pieces of bone and hair, like, in there. Okay. So, the fuck... This back in the 1800s, you can find like a dead dude in your f- pantry. <laughs> is yeah, that wasn't insane. on like the realtor didn't tell you about that before you bought that house. Yeah. No. That's just like normal. So there are rumors going around that this house is haunted and like everybody's freaking out. Like before long, there's just tons and tons of people just in their house constantly. Why do they want to talk to like, this peddler? Wait. Like because what does he's he have got to tell knowledge. Them? I don't. It's like I don't know. Like I think it's just really cool that he's so responsive, and these girls are getting him to like answer. I'm and just I saying, think, like, if I, they had had American Idol back then, I don't know how yeah, many of these would people not. would have showed up on Tuesday night. Yeah, very true. But they didn't because there's like a very they small window had... to cast your vote, and it, maybe you could cast your vote yeah. with Jeremiah the Peddler. But I don't know what kind of connections he has with AT&T to get Clay to win. Yeah. But. Anyway, so they keep doing these seances. They keep doing these knocks and raps and, and thumpy thumps. Uh, I guess it's Charles who's responding to them. Uh, and people oh, are just like... Charles and not Jeremiah? I'm sorry. Uh, Je- not Jeremiah. That is some stereotyping of 1800s peddlers right there. <laughs> So, Sorry, everybody. Charlie was talking to them. They were into it. Maggie and Kate were kind of like, like they were kind of pressured to keep being mediums because all these people were like, "Oh my god, like do a séance for yeah. us." So they kept doing it, um, and so the girls became like kind of famous. Yeah, 
And they were like, whoa, these girls are like divinely blessed. They have these powers. They're like in touch with this this spirit world. Um, It's just kind of cool for them. So eventually mom's like, I'm done with this boy up in our house. I'm (laughs) moving. Because she's not an idiot. So um, she gets out of there. Maggie and Kate were then sent to live with their older sister, Leah, uh, in Rochester. And at this point, Leah is, like, very poor. She had just been, like, abandoned by her husband, which is uh, typical. And so I think they're kind of there to just, like, help her because she's all by herself. Um, So at this point, the story might have just died out. And people would have been like, oh, haunted farmhouse. And that's the end of it. But at this point, Rochester was kind of, like, the place to be if you're into reform and new religions and new ideas and like spiritualism was like blowing up so they were just like in the perfect place Mm -hmm. so these these community leaders uh isaac and amy post were super into this story about these girls who could like talk to ghosts so they're like hey girls you want to come to our house and do like a little seance for us (gasps) so they did the seance and they heard like again more thumps that answered the girls questions and they kept asking such specific questions that the posts believe that the ghosts they were talking to were their recently deceased daughter so oh okay at this point the girls can contact more than just charlie they can talk to like whoever is there they can just like call out to them and it was their the post's daughter that appeared to them and was answering with the knocks the signature thumps so the posts were like, oh, hell yeah. So they rented this giant hall in Rochester. 400 people showed up and they did this seance to like for everybody. Talking to some ghosts, hearing the thumps. Everybody's into it. And then afterwards, they go like to this private chamber and they get checked all over for signs of a hoax. Oh, yeah. So there's a bunch of skeptics there. So they like take off their clothes. They like show that they're not hiding any tricks. There's no like you know mechanisms or or trick tables or anything Mm -hmm. so and they found none no evidence of any my god so they are some legit mediums yeah uh so at this point leah's like "Mm, oh fuck yeah she becomes like their manager and the three of them maggie kate leah go on this professional tour around the world just like doing seances um they they get super famous. They end up booking a suite uh, right in the middle of New York City to do their seances. They're becoming super successful. Um, they have, like, as many as 30 people coming at once to do seances. And uh, they started charging people. And, like, super famous bros of New York started coming. And so they were they were just, like, hitting it big wow. with this ghost shit. Um, one of the famous people included this newspaper editor named Horace Greeley. Sounds like a famous name for a famous man. Yeah, imagine the, like, gross dude, uh, from the Newsies, if you can. Oh. The shitty yes, editor. got it. This, that kind of guy. Super rich, mm-hmm. because newspapers were, like, the shit back then. Uh, so, he, like, invited the girls to live in his mansion. He hmm. was, like, super into their seances. He also was grieving more than the death of his son. So, as you said, like, lots of child death during this time. Um, So, he was, like, super into it. Uh, He also offered to pay for their education. Because, again, this started when they were, like, 12. So, Leah, who is now manager, said 
like, okay, you can pay for Kate's education. But she refused to let Maggie go to school. Why? Because Maggie was the more talented one. So she had to keep the business going. Oh, God. And was pretty shitty. That sucks. So, yeah, Leah's kind of, Leah kind of sucks. Yeah. So Kate goes to school. Maggie keeps doing it. Then they start touring around to big cities. They get pretty popular. And then in uh, Philadelphia, they meet this famous Arctic explorer, Elisha Kent Kane, who is described as the dashing son of an aristocratic family. Oh, my God. He's like Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. He probably had a mustache, like a real skinny oh, one. He definitely he had, had those axe. boots. Did he have like, a, like, did he travel by sled? He had to. He was an Arctic explorer. That's amazing. I'm I sure he had this. some, like, he probably had a ton of dogs. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. huskies always surrounding him in a big circle. So he hot. He real hot. Yeah, obviously. And he was just, like, taken with Maggie. Oh, like, shit. Oh, my God. But he, oh, he didn't believe her. she was, like, really a medium. He couldn't oh. prove how she was doing it, but he was like, I don't care. She's beautiful and I love her. Oh. And Maggie was like, mm, okay, Elijah. So oh. he starts like Courtner. Mm. And even though she's like super way younger than him. Oh, sucks. That's like normal. That's like normal. Yeah. Back then. And he's just he's just trying to get her to give this up because he thinks that it's like she's just tricking people. He doesn't know how, but she thinks he, like he thinks it's bad for her. Um, he actually pays for her to go to school. So like, sweet, like cool, Elisha, you did what fucking Thanks. Leah would not. Okay. Um, so he basically gets her to retire because he's okay. like, it's not a good life for you. Um, they get married mm. and then tragically he dies. <gasps> like in an Arctic <laughs> handsome windstorm. Yes, very handsome windstorm. Saving I don't know a husky how. pup. I just think he was, it was untimely. It was tragic. Mm. So to honor his memory, she decides to convert to Catholicism, give up spiritualism. Because Cain was like, he was sort of into that. He he thought Catholicism would be good for her because it kind of has that spirity element to it. You know, okay. lots of symbols and whatnot. So... Mm. She did, and she, like, gave it up, but she started, like, drinking a lot. No. she was really sad. Um, she didn't have her job anymore, and she was bummed out. Um, but uh, just as, a, like, a spoiler alert, she does eventually return to being a medium. Cause oh, shit. She, like, needs to make money. It's, like, her the one thing she knows how to do. Yeah, her, true. Her hot Arctic explorer husband is dead. Yeah. So she just starts drinking a lot and goes back to being a medium. So rough stuff. Kate, oh, meanwhile, yeah. marries like the exact opposite. She marries a super devout spiritualist. He's like about it. She's like, <laughs> yes. Um, she has two sons. The first, who's named Ferdinand, uh, oh. was also a medium. Mm -hmm. He, like by the time he was three years old, apparently spirits would like take over his body and like oh. his eyes would glow. And oh. I'm like, that's some creepy shit. You oh dear 1870s three-year-old in like a little dress because the boys had to wear dresses i'm assuming <laughs> on a rocking um, horse on a rocking horse like a wooden rocking horse just glowing i uh, can and i kind of like it if i yeah, saw i would that, go I would to ferdinand like, that's hilarious i'd go to him and be like yeah hey f hey ferdy can you, you met my grandpa up there 
can you scry on um, these necklaces and tell me about my grandmama? And then he would just like throw them against the wall and start crying. Yeah. Which is a a prophecy in itself. Yeah. So uh, meanwhile, Kate also became like super badass. She started developing her powers. She was translating spirit messages like up the wazoo. She could communicate two messages at the same time, which is like. Oh, shit. What? So she would write one down and say something else. From two Uh, different people? Two different spirits? Oh, shit. She started writing messages in like reverse script, like (gasps) crazy new ghost language. Uh, She would use like cards and then like, like messages would appear on the cards. She didn't write anything. What? Yeah. Uh, So like there's a very famous session where she was with this super wealthy banker. Um, Let's call him Livermore. And she she summoned both his dead wife, Mrs. Okay. Livermore, and just the ghost of Benjamin Franklin. He just what? wanted to be there. He j- did. Did the banker ask for Benjamin Franklin? I think Benji just kind of showed up and was like, "I got some witticisms for you, boys." Oh shit! He shared new witticisms. Uh, he well, he wrote his name on a card, so that's how they knew it was him. Um, not sure what else he shared. Hmm. But like Why? it's Benji, so you know he's got some witticisms. I mean, he was probably playing some sort of, you know, some Benji prank. You know, yeah. that guy was a prankster. He probably just like farted in that banker's ear and then f- flew away, flew out yeah. the window without his gout. I'm sure he was like very mobile. It was very free. He was doing 180s in the air, for sure. I could see it. Yeah. So her business is booming. It was after the Civil War at this point, so a ton of real sad peeps were going to her. Um, and, like, more and more, these people just expected, like, crazy miracles. They were expecting her to summon, like, full-fledged apparitions, no. like, Benjamin Franklin at every seance. <laughs> so it was just really kind of rough at the end. Hmm. She, like, had a lot of pressure on her. So she started drinking, too. Oh, God, no. So by 1885, spiritualism was kind of on the decline. Yeah. And there were a lot more frauds out there. Um, and so there are a lot more investigations into the sisters. So, uh, this time was kind of like a shitty year for them. Um, Maggie was called before like a commission of people to like prove what she could do. And she just like failed the test miserably. Like she could not get the ghosts to talk. The answers were not correct. Like it just wasn't good. Mm. Um, Kate also had a rough time. Her husband died from a stroke. Oh, no. Which is just not great. And so yeah. she she was in London doing a bunch of cool shit. So at that point, she went back to New York and she was drinking so much. And so she was arrested for being drunk and welfare took her kids away. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they gave her sons to their uncle. And so she was just, like, real sad. Maggie was no. real sad. So then it just, it all came out. And wow. they debunked everything. Oh. Let me tell you this. So Maggie and Kate were really sad and really drunk. And they were pissed off at Leah and the other spiritualists that used to be their supporters. Um, Leah had, like, publicly chastised Kate for her drinking and said, like, we're kind of making fun of her for not being able to take care of her kids. 
Oh, God. Which is shitty. Um, also, Leah, like, kind of abandoned her sister. She, like, totally used them to get mm-hmm. rich. And then she married some, like, wealthy asshole and ditched them. So they Great. were, like, just super mad. So on October 21st, 1888, Maggie performed a demonstration at this uh, at the New York Academy of Music. So huge venue. Tons mm-hmm. of people were there to publicly, publicly denounce spiritualism. Okay. So Kate was there and Kate was supporting... And so Maggie was like, I'm going to show you how we did this from the very beginning. So way back in 1848, remember they were 12 and 15. Yeah. So very young. Um, when she said when they would go to bed at night, they would tie an apple to a string and just kind of throw it around and like knock it on the floor. Okay. And it would make weird ass noises and their mom could hear it. And she didn't know what the sounds were coming from. So she assumed it was a ghost oh so she didn't like suspect the girls of doing anything because they were so young and she was like they're just good nice girls they wouldn't be doing anything so these weird ass noises must be a ghost so on that night of the first seance just throwing it out there it was the day before april fool's day so so the whole thing was a joke the whole thing was a joke but like but they had peddler bones but the mom like ran up in there and like she got all the neighbors in on it and the girls come back out yeah so they were like um kind of stuck in it and the murder in the house with the The peddler bones bones, yeah well that that story the neighbors like cooked up entirely like they they tried to contextualize what the seances were so they were just like oh there must be a murder in this house Mm. Um, no missing person named Charlie Rosna was ever identified. Okay. That was never a real person. Um, uh. these neighbors went like, they were so obsessed. They like went through the names of all the people who had lived in that farmhouse and they found this dude, just like this regular dude. And they were like, you killed this guy. And, and this dude was like, what the fuck? I didn't kill anybody. And so they all just accused him of being a murderer and everybody shunned him. And he was just like fucked. Whoa! Because the neighbors wanted to craft a story around these so-called ghosts in this house, but like okay. Charles wasn't a real dude. But um, the, whose bones was that? Well, okay, just throwing it out there. In 1904, like many years after Maggie denounced everything, a skeleton was straight up found in that cellar. Like for real? For real. So Arthur Conan Doyle was right. There was he was right. It wasn't Charlie B. Rosna. So maybe it was another ghost they were talking to. Maybe. I don't think that guy they found killed him. But they just a random guy they just accused for no reason. But again, you know these old houses. Like every everyone's got a skeleton. That's true. uh, Up in your cellar, it keeps the onions dry. So. At the presentation, Maggie explained how they did it. So they they went from apple dropping and then they started realizing that they could like crack their knuckles and joints to make these weird sounds like the, the rapping sounds. Yeah. So they like would crack their joints and their toes and shit to make Ugh. these weird like sounds that were answering. Um, and I hate it. Yeah. So they knew all the info about their mom. They knew all that info about their neighbors. So that's how they convinced them. And then when they were in the seances, like, 
Leah, who was in on it the whole time. Yeah. She would, like, get info from them while they were waiting, just, like, chit-chat with them. Oh. And then tell that to the sisters and they could use that oh. info. Mm-hmm. I wonder if no one suspected them because they were just, like, girls. They were just girls who aren't capable of such trickery. Mm-hmm. But they were, ca- they were capable of cracking them joints. Yeah, and they cracked them. And she explained that, like... People, people's brains are just dumb. Like, the brain is just fucking dumb. So they would, like, wrap, they would, like, crack their knuckles next to someone's chair, and people would be like, oh my god, a ghost touched my shoulder. She was like, she was like, it's super common for when people hear something to just, like, equate it with being touched. Oh, and shit. she, like, said she would, like, hit the chair or hit the table, and someone would be like, oh, I heard it in my ear, you know? So they were even like hitting the table and stuff, which is yeah, obvious. and they were or they would make the cracking noise right up on their chair, and the person would feel like something was touching them. Ew! Don't crack yeah. your knuckles near my butt. Yeah, they're gonna do that, and like because they started so young, they got all these like crack skills, and then when you get older, your body can't do that. But since they've been they had been doing it for so long, they their body just like was able to crack in all sorts of weird ass ways. Oh, um, yeah. And Leah was just like, she knew about it all. And she was like exploiting them. She was really shitty to them the whole time. Like, again, fucking 12 and 15. Yeah. When this all started. And like a shitty sister. And so Maggie was just like, spiritualism isn't real. I believe in God. And this is stupid. Okay, because they were like kind of out there. They're kind of what started spiritualism in a way. They were the ones that made it popular. They're the ones that like got people to believe because they were so good at tricking people. So, did this get people to stop believing? Well, spiritualists were totally fragmented about it. Mm -hmm. Some of them believed that she was lying and that the spirits made her like create like say that it was all fake right to keep their secrets yeah um Mm -hmm. some said that she was a fake but not all of it's fake and that she was just like bitter that she wasn't making as much money anymore and she wanted to like sabotage real mediums okay that were doing it um sure so it like a year later she was like really struggling she had no job and so she recanted her confession she and was she like, said, it's real? She said, it's real. She's like, everything oh. I said up there was a lie and it's actually Maggie. real. But she tried to go back to being a medium, but it never worked out for her again. And like, yeah. Kate, nobody went to them again. And so like a few <sighs> years later, at the ages of 56 and 59, both of the sisters died. Oh, God. Just, they were they were terrible alcoholics. They were super poor. And they were shunned by all the spiritualists and yeah, they just died. Wow. I know. I don't it's even sad I don't, ending. I don't feel like mad at them or anything for lying because they were just kids. No. Yeah, they were just kids. And it's and again, like there's evidence to suggest that they weren't lying, that it was real in some respects. Again, there was a dude in their cellar. Yeah, but they I mean they knew that they were lying that's what she said but then she also came back and said that she wasn't lying so Hmm. i mean like it seems pretty fake 
because they have really good explanations on how they created all those sounds. That's not to say that all the mediums during this time were fake and mm. everything they believe wasn't real. But these ladies as like one of the most famous and well-known ones. It seems pretty suspicious. <laughs> yeah, seems like maybe it didn't happen. Well, yeah. I mean... But like their legacy is like super badass, I think. Like, they started a movement. They did. And they like were living in mansions and they were hanging out with famous people and she fucking married a sexy arctic explorer i mean they were living their best lives until the end there yeah so you know i'm not gonna like you know what the lesson i take away from this is what like love your sister and don't be a shitty <laughs> sister i mean honestly I, yeah this is like that's the most important thing i take from this because they were good sisters except for one shitty one who just took advantage and like mm -mm. but they like in a time where women had no power or ability to do shit they like took this thing that people were like oh my god you can do this and they were like yeah let's run with it people yeah. think we can do this like okay we are powerful we yeah. can do this and like you are going to revere us like we're divine okay sure okay take that <sighs> yeah i'm not I, i'm not i understand where they're coming from yeah and you know I, do you know um the long island medium brandy uh yes yeah, she's got the hair she's got the hair and she's got the nails yes. and if one day she was like this was all fake mm -hmm. i wouldn't be mad at her either because people still liked it it's like yeah entertaining and also people felt like they talked to like their grandpa or whatever and he was like everything's cool because that's all she ever tells them she's like everything's good in heaven yeah yeah you know? And you're just, like, comforting people who, like, so many of their clients, like, lost their kids or yeah. their, like, their, like, spouse. And they just, at least for the time when people believed, they were, like, making them feel better. Yeah, but I'm sure they spouse. felt very betrayed when it was uh, revealed. Yeah. So, right. there's that. Um, you shouldn't lie, but if you need to get some of that money. <laughs> some of that victorian age power Isn't that power and you've got good joints or bad joints i guess then crazy you joints like <laughs> i'm just gonna throw it out there like there's some shit that is just insane like how can you say one thing and write something else backwards that's just a skill yeah that's like a very cool skill i mean the cracking is a skill too whatever um yeah they're like, just doing they were just doing some cool magician shit like i wish there were like recordings of that cracking because I, I wonder how it how it could have not sounded like someone cracking their fingers, their knuckles. Yeah, it sounded like things like knocking on the furniture, but they yeah. were like straight up cracking their joints and like throwing sound and just like really smart shit for like a like a 16 year old to figure out. I know. It's awesome. Like, well, it was a really good prank. It lasted like throughout their lives almost. So going to throw this out there. Well, Ferdinand with the glowy eyes. Mm hmm. 100% real. Yeah. Well, yeah. that kid. He had to be. There's nothing. For, How can you explain Three-year-olds can't this? fake that shit up on that rocking horse. <laughs> you, like. I want to. Where is Ferdinand? What happened to Ferdinand? What happened to Ferdinand? Yeah. Where's if Ferdinand? you know, tell us, great spirits. Are we'll you Ferdinand? Tell us. Not me. Do you know him? Um, I'll try to talk to him later. Uh, the ghosts kind of don't like yeah. me that much because i'm like new yeah. and i was like 
talking about their secrets, so I'm kind of hiding. It's okay. Um, let me tell you about another famous spiritualist. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of her. Uh, her name is Mary Todd Lincoln. Oh, a first lady spiritualist. Yeah, she was like the, the first, Lincoln. Yeah, the Lincoln. Was, the Lincoln. The first lady spiritualist. She held seances in the White House, which is very cool, dude. Um, yeah. Question about seances: If you hold one and you like invite some ghosties in, does that mean that the White House is haunted to this yes. day? Yes, because cool. when you have a seance, you're calling forward the spirits that are there or you're like you're bringing them into there so mm-hmm. i don't know i guess it depends that's probably great. i mean wouldn't it be weird if the white house wasn't haunted it was like yeah it seems like it should be there's so many people that live and work there it was built on slave labor you like how many li- bodies are in that cellar the presidential cellar okay there are definitely bodies there yeah you yeah. like at least like like a good eight I would say. I've seen like 12. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. in February of 1826, um, Mrs. Abraham Lincoln, you know what? Her name is Mary Todd. Okay. It's not yeah. Mrs. Abraham. She's her own person. Mary um, Todd. Mary Todd. Um, she watched her 11 year old son, Willie, die of typhoid fever. Very sad. Yeah. And there was like. It sucked. God, the 1800s was a shitty time to be a kid. Yeah, I know. And it double sucked for her because there was like a little, there was no public sympathy for her. And it was reported in the papers. What? Yeah, because it was during the Civil War. And that, and people were saying, like writing all these op-eds being like, oh, at least she had the privilege of being with her son while he died. While most of the nation's other mothers were losing their sons to like her husband's, you know, war. It sucks. Yeah. So she started uh, talking to mediums. Um, Mary Todd was very religious and she decided that she would start consulting with mediums to talk to Willie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, a one specific medium called Cranston Laurie. Um, who was like first a very... name Cranston, last name Lori, <laughs> first name Cranston, last name Lori. That is okay. Yeah. That's yes. So they right. used to hold seances in the White House Red Room, and um, there were some academics there, and they called them calls to the dead, not seances. But uh, so she I don't had, see how had that's some more like, scientific. She had like a medium and then like a bunch of nerds. Yeah, because the nerds wanted to see what was up. Sweet, which like definitely yeah so <laughs> if there there's a room in the white house called the red room that's yeah. the ghost room that's you the made ghost a ghost room. room you know what yeah um so Lori, the 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 medium was mm. successful last in, name yeah <laughs> was successful in uniting the first lady with her dead son spirit yeah because he was permitted to become intimate with her intimate enough with her to use clairvoyance um, which is like he could use her mind energy to search for her son's mind energy and reconnect them. Cool. Got it? Okay. Yeah. And this clairvoyance, um, Lori also used to detect who was uh, Mary Todd Lincoln's like enemy. Um, so this way uh, she got 
he got her to turn on Treasury Secretary Salmon Chase, who was being disloyal to the president. Um, Yeah, he was like, oh, oh, I can I'm, I'm reading your mind and the spirits are telling me that like this this secretary is is disloyal to your husband the Mm. ghosts know that shit yeah the ghosts know things is the whole Mm -hmm. thing and uh besides that mary todd lincoln claimed that the spirits of her dead son actually took ghost form like full form apparition and manifested in her white house bedroom damn wait i have a question mm -hmm. secretary did something happen with him did he get fired no (laughs) did he she do disloyal shit um not proven but she well okay here's the thing about mary todd she's gone to a couple asylums and she was treated for mental illnesses which was just called hysteria back then well so no one ever believed any fucking thing she said yeah um so who knows but she well her husband was very sympathetic to her so he listened to her but I, he didn't do anything about the Treasury Secretary. Right. Um, but, like, kept an eye out. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he would listen. But yeah. he used to go to these seances. Um, there was another spiritualist in the White House. And their name was Nettie Colburn Maynard, another famous spiritualist of the time that Mary mm-hmm. Todd invited over. So she had the seance in the Red Room. And... Um, she got the grand piano to levitate. What? Whoa. Yeah. Uh, the medium was actually playing it. Nettie was actually playing it when it began to rise off the floor. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. So President Lincoln, who was in attendance with his wife, and yeah. Colonel Sam and Casey were both president and said that both men climbed on the piano only to have it jump and shake so hard they both climbed down. That is hilarious in a letter lincoln would later refer to the levitation as proof of an invisible power dude that is like the best visual you be playing (laughs) this shit and it's floating and like the president elect like bull rides that shit (laughs) and gets knocked off (laughs) yeah that is some amazing (laughs) <laughs> ghost yeah. work that good good work ghost so like netty the medium netty mm-hmm. fucking hell yeah and she could play the piano too just and levitate it like and levitate it it's pretty amazing sorry the ghost levitated it she like asked them to i'm sure yeah definitely um i want to be there i want to be the nerd that's in there <laughs> I know I want to be one of the academics reporting about this mm-hmm. so Mary really believed that she had kind of gained this ability to lift the thin veil like I said before um, spiritualists believed anyone could be a medium if you studied enough so she had mm-hmm. had a lot of spiritual experiences so she thought when her husband died that she could reconnect with him somehow um, not through other people but like through herself she thought she could like manifest him like she had her son um so if you remember we talked about spirit photography earlier yeah Uh, (laughs) so there's one of those of mary todd lincoln um she went to go see a famous spirit photographer william molner 
who Mm -hmm. created an image of her husband's ghost with his hands protectively on her shoulders. And just telling y'all, I have seen this pic. Yeah. You gotta look it up. This one is amazing. We're not tricking you. It's not scary. It's no a good picture though it's he- like amazing he's got like these hands are over her yeah he's he's like transparent it's mm-hmm. it's a good picture you've got to look this up and his hands are like huge. a big old head you got a big old head and mary todd it looks like so pissed off yeah also but i mean he was there uh, he uh, well you know you would you would. And for the rest of her life, for her years as a widow, she believed it was real. I believe it's real. That picture's amazing. And before she died, she said, Though unseen by us, the very slight veil that separates us from the loved and the lost is here, and they are very near. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, it, like, just the bare minimum ghost stuff, I'm so 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, the seances are a bit quay quay, mm-hmm. but I have to ask, like, how do you get a piano to, like, levitate? You can't just crack a knuckle and make a piano float. Yeah, I know. Also, Lincoln consulted mediums and clairvoyants to obtain information about, like, Confederate troop movements. Mm. So they were on the Union side, the ghosts were? I guess, because he used them to, well... I don't know if that actually foretold anything or if he was just like a good war strategist. But yeah. I mean, like they won. <laughs> it would make sense if the ghosts were on the good side of history. You know, like slavery is I bad. Mean, I would love that. But we just talked about a bunch of bad ghosts, too. Yeah. But like if they're these are the smart ones that are getting some like heaven knowledge that are tapping into that. Yeah. You would think. It's cool that they're like, women are sweet, women are equal, like, Mm -hmm. slavery is bad, Mm -hmm. confederates, like, chill your grill and stop being dicks. Yeah, I'm like, they've been doing some good work and some cool tricks, and I don't mind Mm -hmm. them. And to be honest, I believe. You convinced? Yeah, I'm convinced. Because as a spirit... Yeah, I know. I can contact anyone I want. I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to our th- hundreds, thousands of listeners, and yeah. I'm connected to you. I'm communicating, so I believe it. Like honestly, I'm just green, and now I feel like I'm missing out because, like, I am pretty much just green. I could, I could kill you. Um, yeah. All okay, right. save it for after. Save it for after. Yeah, we'll um, that a little bit. Bad advice. Bad advice mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. I would say probably start going into a career as a medium yeah. and just like, I don't know, maybe if you're really good at like tap dancing, you can like tap dance your feet under the table and make it seem like the ghost is like dancing in the room. Yeah, I feel like we've really lost the art of like joint cracking and that needs to be I cannot regained. even imagine what that sounds like, what that yeah. looks like. Yeah. I can crack my knuckles, but that's no one's going to believe that that's a, a ghost hand. Mm. Even yeah. though it is. It is a ghost hand. Yeah. Well, like, no one ever believes me. It's literally translucent. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. My bad advice is get like an old timey camera 
and get a friend named Mary and just mm-hmm. get her to like run through all your photos mm-hmm. and become revive that spirit photography <laughs> because Photoshop honestly is like taking over it. It's so fake. It's so mm-hmm. clean. Mm-hmm. And I want that good old fashioned like get a cardboard cutout mm-hmm. of a ghost and put it in the back and it's fucking real. Like yeah. That Get pic- your weird Abraham Lincoln hands up on your shoulders <laughs> and it's fucking like, I need more of these photos. <laughs> yeah, there's not. That's the most famous one. If you look up spirit yeah. photography, the Mary Todd Lincoln Lincoln one is the most famous. But there's some other charmers in there. Yeah. So we got two genres for Yelda Revive. Uh, the art of body cracking mm-hmm. and the art of spirit photography. Let's get that going, y'all. Yeah, just two. And, you know, with those, like, you can, like, send us, like, updates on your journey. Like, you can do it at SpookyShipPod at gmail.com. If you post those spirit photos, we will reblog them on SpookyShipPod.tumblr.com. Or we will retweet them at SpookyShipPod. Yeah, and, like, that's it for now. But I think we should probably ask the ghosts if... Hmm. Okay. Wait, you got, you got an idea? Yeah, I just want to, like, can you ask them if we're, like, chill with the dark realm and the, oh. like, the bad, okay. the bad New York society? I just don't want them, like, coming for us again. Because, like, yeah. we had some talks. I thought we came to an agreement, but, like, could you ask the ghosts if we're chill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hey. <clears throat> ghosts. Anyone who is here. Could you please tell me and Brandy if we are all good now? Two knocks for chill. Two knocks for chill. One knock for not chill. All right, guys, we'll see you in the dark realm. Bye. Bye.